Hello and welcome to the Distributed Public Republic webcast. This is our first episode, uh, so we're really excited to have you here, really in energized. We're going to be talking about some really interesting topics around Web3 and the metaverse today in relation to education. So a little bit about why this kind of webcast has been set up is we are exploring the impact of decentralization, Web3, digital and the metaverse technologies on our social, economic and political systems. The whole mission of the resources that we're trying to put out there is to ensure that communities that could benefit most from the inception of new technologies have access to resources, education and expertise to thrive in a digital world. We are looking to really try and create a greater sense of community and collaboration through doing these webcasts. So please do follow our LinkedIn groups. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube as well. Uh, all under at distributed rep. And before we get started with the webcast, just a little bit of housekeeping. We can go through a little bit of information today that's going to be really useful to you. From a guest point of view, myself and Daniela, who I'm going to introduce shortly, really are going to have more of a discussion format. So it's just going to be making sure that we're able to have conversations on some of the topics and questions that we know that are the most asked about the metaverse and Web3. We are going to minimize jargon as well. And we're going to keep our answers as short as possible to make sure that we can really get the information that you guys need as quickly as possible. However, we know that terminology is unavoidable and sometimes there is a bit of jargon. So if you'd like to go to www.stan.store forward slash Jamie Beekoff Brett, um, you'll see that there's a document in there which is a Web3 glossary which has been created by our friends at Cybergear and it has some fantastic terminology guides that you might want. So if there's anything that you hear today, you're like, I don't actually know what that means. We don't want you to feel lost on the way. Feel free to go and download that and get that information. And finally, um, please add your comments on the channels that you're on. We can see them come up. If we see some questions at the end, what we'll do is we'll bring them in and do our best to answer them. Um, so do leave your comments and we can catch up with them and yeah, let us know how things are going along the way. So let's get started into this topic. What I'm going to do is I'd like to introduce my fantastic guest for today, who is Daniela Morellano. And instead of trying to do her the injustice of introducing her, I'm going to get her to introduce herself. So go for it, Daniela. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. And actually, it's new for me that this is the first episode, so I feel like so honored. Um, <laughs> So I'm Daniela Simorlano, I'm from Colombia, and I've been in Web3 for about five months just. Um, and now I'm head of, of Web3 Academy for Wii U to improve um, the access of, of academy and education for to support emerging countries while we educate as well in companies. So I think it's a very like we say it's academy with purpose which i love because anything i've been doing i've been adding the purpose word of it um so yeah that's that's a little bit about me fantastic thank you so much for making the time to join us on today's webcast uh, it's really useful to get your insights and i know that this is an area of speciality for you as well so it's just great to uh, have you on the show so into the topic that we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be discussing how Web3 and the metaverse can impact education. Before I get started on some of the questions, I want you to just take a moment with me to envision this, this futuristic version of education that I, I'm, I'm thinking of at the moment. 
I'm thinking of people going to university and being able to see a lecture, let's say an Einstein of that generation, and using the technology that we've got today, being able to record that person in a 3D way, that whole lecture in a 3D way. So any student who goes to that university in the future will be able to then re uh, regenerate that content and be able to have that in the room. But then further than that is then looking at how we can use things like holograms and that kind of technology to then really just bring that person into the space. And if we evolve that further, not only at that university, but potentially at every single university, so we can really capture the moments with these expertise. Then finally, looking at using things like artificial intelligence to not only receive that lecture from an individual who's a, who's a talented specialist, but being able to use AI to replicate the kind of answers that they might be able to give to questions. So you have a two-way relationship with someone who might no longer be able to continue to provide that information. So that's kind of like a big picture vision of just what I want you to imagine when we're thinking about some of this Web3 and Metaverse technology. So my first question is, are people receiving the education they need to participate in a digital economy? Daniela, what do you think? So first, thank you so much for the added value of making a picture first. I think it's the first time I've received that before being asked any question. And for me and for others, I think it's it's it changes. It makes a difference to actually picture ourselves first to then think through it. So thank you for that. Um, about the education that we need to participate in a digital economy, I have a, a two-sided answer. So first, I think we don't. Um, I do come from an emerging country and at the same time I've been here in London in financial and DeFi um, conferences to, to learn because I'm not a financial person. And in both contexts, I've received a lot of inputs a lot around just without, like just in economy with the currencies that we've known for years, we have not received good education about financial uh, fi personal finances. Um, so it is hard, and, and, and in the world that we live now, for most, we don't really know what to do with a controlled centralized finance on personal finances mode. Um, so I think most of us might not even be ready on, on, on with safety and wisdom um, actually move through a digital economy world that is decentralized and is more free and accessible. Though, at the same time, I feel that because the information is out there, and that's one of the reasons why I became so interested in blockchain, in the mindset of it, because it became financial freedom for many women, for example. It has become financial freedom for many people in my country that there's very few that know about it. There's much more few that actually understand it. But there are a couple of startups that have actually placed that for their service. Um, so they might not really understand the digital economy, but they are definitely getting benefited by it, which I, I highly, highly appreciate. Um, despite that, I think that when I understood that though I do not understand the digital economy world that good, but I can still add value in it and I can still learn how to use some of its um, benefits, 
I knew that I could understand how to how to be in the metaverse anyways um, or, or or learn how how NFTs use cases that that can bring good to the world. Um, so so my message here is no, I think we don't we, we are not having we're not receiving the education we all should to take care of our own economy and to understand that. Um, but I think despite that we can still make a difference with this with this world definitely i think some parts there that really i think resonated from my perspective and i'm sure does to a lot of people is understanding that there's opportunities to leverage these emerging technologies for for people who might not have currently been able to benefit from them one of my catchphrases which i think i first used in a webinar is in with you and it's kind of stuck with me now and i use it all the time and pretend that it's new and innovative each time <laughs> is uh, progress isn't progress if it's always the same people benefiting. And a lot of the time when we are looking at the who's benefiting from even these emerging technologies with blockchain and, and the D DeFi spaces, um, the, the winners are the people who've already won already uh, quite frequently. So I think there's definitely that aspect. I think more widely just than an economic aspect as well is providing particularly young people an industrial education for a digital era and we're still preparing people within schools to go into an industrial workforce. And I don't think people have recognized how much the workforce has changed and is going to change. And bless teachers, bless little cotton socks, okay? How on earth are they supposed to keep up with everything that's going on at the moment and then filter it into the curriculum to be able to make sure that it has value to students? Um, so it's a really interesting time. Which leads me into my second question, which is, what subjects do you feel need to be included in a Web3 and a Metaverse curriculum? Um, I, I'm going to answer this from, from a personal perspective on my own journey and a positive psychologist perspective. So I feel that one of the things that should always be included in any kind of curriculum is around emotions, around our self-knowledge, whereas it's in Web3 or Metaverse, but because it's helpful i think even wherever i want to be in my job career and i think i personally think that education is here to actually make us discover what we love and our strengths to actually build a meaningful life with it and that's for all educational purposes um and to do that brightly and flourishing with it which will make us have a more healthier life I think we should all learn a little basis on on educational management and soft skills, as they are called sometimes. Um, and I believe that Web3 and the Metaverse present a beautiful opportunity there. Also, I feel that because of where I see that the world is going, if we all understand things younger, um, and I would have loved to be taught about that, a little bit about economy and finances, and a little bit about maybe... I don't know if coding that far, but how how machine learning and AI and technology works for the mindset of it, to understand the mindset of it, I'm sure that more people would feel more comfortable exploring with it in a healthier way. Um, so I believe that though you don't need to be techie to understand it, as now Midjourney has proven, for example, um, we can actually use more of this um and and i think it's where the world is going so hopefully well 
a little bit leveraging on on the curiosity of children and adolescents um, and everyone, I feel, hopefully. Um, those would be the topics that we can all understand to add value to a new world in a healthier way. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, I would love to see more around, yeah, more around like sustainability. I found this great place. <laughs> it was recent finding called Tomorrow University. And I loved it because they are meant, they've built a university and they say they're degrees with purpose. I have not deep dived in how it works really, but it made me change on 21st century degrees should be thinking of, of sustainability, of equity, of how to bring more transparent for a world as blockchain, but it can be brought with many other different things, not just with blockchain. Um, so yeah, like I, I feel we, we should all be aware of those like culture, big problems and personal big matters that can be placed in every career and every lifestyle, I believe, and, and would make a better world. Thank you. There's a few bits that I definitely want to be able to pick out from that. And I, I think it's, it's useful to start with thinking about some of the emotional and psychological impact, because actually, when we look at the inception of new technologies, particularly when we're looking at, at the metaverse, um, and we're talking about avatar design, we're going to be in a world where people's identity is going to really have an, ero an eroded identity between their digital and their material world, and how people perceive themselves in a digital space that someone's going to need to help young people make sense of that because when you can show up in a digital space and you could be whoever you want and that could be via you know the metaverse application as an avatar but even if it's just anonymously online um that changes the way that people can perceive not just themselves but the world around them and there's so little understanding about what that actually means for people when it comes to their development um i, I always kind of think down to uh if we're introducing new medicine, we would regulate it and we would check about the side effects on you know, each individual person and how it's affected. But we don't do that with technology. Quite often we introduce technology and we go, hey, we've got this great thing. It's amazing. It's going to do all this fantastic stuff. And I always think the best example is I'm sure this was never an intended consequence. But by introducing social media into the world, we eroded the ability of our democracies to function. You know, because we, we didn't have sense to be able to make of it. We didn't know how it was persuading us. We didn't know how it was influencing us and how they were using that data. I think there's a lot of young people who kind of need to learn how that data is being managed, that digital journey. And when I say digital, that's the, the combination of physical and digital. Um, you know, how, how does that affect somebody's life? And particularly when we start to look at that development from a workplace perspective, what kind of careers are going to be available in Web3 in the metaverse? Because you're not going to be able to ask your parents. You're not going to be able to say, hey, I'm looking at being able to go and do, you know, a full stack developer. Your mum's going to look at you with some really strange eyes and be like, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds great. But there needs to be that opportunity to be able to understand what opportunities are out there. Because if I was a young person right now, I'd have no idea how to hedge my bets on what the future is or what kind of employment opportunities are there. I could say some skills that I think would be helpful. But I think it would also be limited by, you know, not understanding what roles are actually there within this digital economy. So I'm going to move on to the next one, which is uh, what educational benefits could Web3 and the metaverse provide? 
Well, that's that's one of my favorites because I do believe that it can provide a lot of benefits, most around the mindset that we have in education. So as I said before, I believe that education is here so we can discover what we love and we can also understand better ourselves and the world and our strengths to build a meaningful life for us and for others. That's that's my personal goal with education. And one of the benefits I believe that could be built and I've been seeing some some like tech talks around it to understand better this idea is the opportunity with blockchain of building or the mindset of building our own personal block by block educational system of what we want because it's like one of, of, of what I've understood so far of the ideas of decentralized education is that is not just about one big title of one big university of entity but the information that's placed out there that we can like people can start imagining their careers with their wants and placing block by block the separate classes that they could take online or the online course that they, they took in the um in the weekend and start building those blocks as, as their portable profile for for their education individually um and carrying it with them and having it available within a verified system for employers who like to like that they would like to share it with and and for example i imagine that it's off the time that there's some higher education that you spend eight, from a year to five years to actually prove your knowledge kind of to get certified to then have a better resource and then have better payment by the company or whomever hires you or whatever happens after that and i feel that that's that's pretty much undervaluing the process of learning of every step you take that I believe if we created like web three mindset, um, and, and, and I, I've been understanding that with blockchain that can be possible to keep adding up those tools that you are learning while you learn them, even for higher education purposes. So you can actually leverage on them in your real life, um, circumstances as fast and transparent as possible. Um, so that's one beautiful thing I see. And another one that I saw recently that I felt was that could be cool is, is the power of using the Web3 mindset of collaboration and like the possibility of creating something that I understood are like meme coins that they're not really for utility purposes to build like group working or learning so they could actually share with each other and invest with each other those coins when they see that they're doing like a great job one another and educational wise that's positive reinforcement and actually when talking on on motivate motivating young people or build or team building or even ourselves they like companies already use like the little send stars or send something you know imagine in education if you're a student and you're tired because your thesis is terrible but someone read a little piece of it and they were like man i would bet on your thesis and they they could actually set you a maybe token for that i think it can enhance a lot of it or like i had a lot of of team stuff going on in university that i was like man i feel i'm the only one working in here or maybe that person is doing a lot and i've thanked him but in an in a virtual world where perhaps we won't be there physically in university necessarily we can send those things to one another to just do some positive reinforcement for it. Um, so I really like that that is possible and also to 
have less culture bias in how knowledge is taken and the like placed in action. So in my case, going to London to meet a bunch of people from different places changed a lot on my perception of the knowledge I was receiving. So I think that it is very important that when we have a Web3 world, a metaverse. Like I recently had a meeting with people at the same time from Nigeria, Singapore, Portland, um, I think India, um, London, like so broad that now it meant that education and knowledge can be placed for a worldwide matter more than just what my culture thinks about it. And I think that can be very powerful if I'm making sense. Yeah, definitely. And I think one thing that I kind of take away, particularly from that end point there, is, and it's probably my biggest Web3 benefit, um, is that young people who might, or young people, anyone who might struggle to participate in centralized structures could benefit from being able to, to participate in decentralized structures, be that from making their own money, but particularly from an educational perspective, your location shouldn't depend it shouldn't be dependent on the, the education that you get. And ultimately, being able to use these decentralized resources to make sure that people are able to have an education that that doesn't just uh, isn't just based on the social groups they're in, the social class, location, is really, really important. And we do know that a lot of a lot of people are marginalized because of those centralized structures, particularly within the education sphere. So it's about trying to make sure that we can create new educational routes. I've got a question a little bit later on about the tokenomics aspect, because I think it's really useful to be able to go into. But I also want to say that like one of the benefits from a metaverse perspective is metaverse technologies have uh, immersive technologies have a 26 percent higher emotional reaction than 2D content. And they're engaged with for 36 percent longer. Now, that is an amazing way to uh, an amazing educational tool. It's why I initially got into learning VR was because in the pandemic, it's like, how can I deliver training differently when things come out? And using VR as a way to potentially design the custom environment around it. So let's say I was working with a young person with a different neurodivergency. Uh, you know, I could design a space for someone who's autistic, which has muted colors, which kind of takes down some of the things that might come across as overwhelming or overstimulating. But if I'm working with ADHD, dyslexic side of the spectrum, I can make it all bright and colorful. I can give it lots of moving parts. And the difference would be is that person could choose the environment and everyone could be participating in different environments, but all participating together based on if I and if I was talking about an ideal world based on their preference rather than ability. It shouldn't have to come down to whether you've got a diagnosis or not. You can just set the the how you want that environment to be based on what works best for you. So lots of opportunities from an educational perspective. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to double click on that because I think it's so important. Like it's been proven for years that the Montessori way of education is one of the most like successful ones. And that's years, like years of Montessori existing. <laughs> um, yeah. I do care about like the amount of people and there's a lot, a lot, a lot in the world that do not have like the minimum connection circumstances to actually enjoy it. But at the same time, I'm very happy that now there's a metaverse that could place that into action for everyone without even saying that it's Montessori. Just like educational experience is really powerful. That's how um, um, airplane pilots, I don't know how to call them, sorry, but like 
yeah, pilots. Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> that's how pilots learn. Like they have a huge, like they have a lot of moments in the simulator to, to show them how would they react in real life. Um, and, and I, I've seen amazing projects teaching firemen how to react better with VR learning. And I've seen amazing projects teaching children around emotional education or biology or like high school, high school, no, but like um, preschool matters in the metaverse um, with a lot of ID protection and stuff. But I feel that that is one of the most powerful ones because you can learn much faster and it's, it sticks with you stronger because it triggers emotions. Definitely, mm -hmm. yes. Definitely, yes. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting aspect because when we're anytime we're designing educational aspects, we're trying to create some form of emotional reaction to make it stick. Because only knowledge that has that is going to be retained. So mm -hmm. I've got the next question, but what I'm going to say is for both of us, we need to do a short answer on it. So there's time for some comments at the end. Um, so next question is how could learn to earn projects shift our educational paradigm? And that goes back to the tokenomics bit that you were talking about in the previous answer. Yes, one of the things I see there is I do believe that like for affordable purposes, learn to earn is one of the most beautiful ways. Um, and mostly if, for example, the token, like the academy is built and based in a token, like DAO kind of thing. I, I don't really understand DAOs, but it's how I, I'm, I always hear them around. And you could actually unlock and like the courses that you need with the token and the decentralized system would mean that as the university that you're learning from and working with um, is more valuable as an educational system. So it is the token or what you've earned through learning with them. That's one of the things that I would dream of. And I think it's great. It also enhances a lot of, of the learning, like everyone in real life is learning to earn, I believe, like career purposes wise. So so it's like it becomes like Duolingo. Like if you if you learn and unlock, or if you stop learning, then then you have to unlock it again. You know, like that like that gaming five of unlocking purposes with earning and a token. I think it brings a lot of desire and thirst for learning. But a more a little bit a more deeper use case that I'd love to see around is the token credential to unlock information, but for example, that I can transfer it. There's a lot of, of, of loans and debt because of education. Like I really want to get higher education. So I need to be in a huge debt to pay for it. But imagine if I could do that, take the token and, and like the access to unlock that information and I can transfer it to my children in the future for them to have that access. Um, and I think that's that that would be dreamy just because sometimes it becomes very difficult to get education because it's it's too heavy to pay for it. Definitely. Um, I'm going to add in a little bit of a description of uh, what Learn to Earn is just in case uh, people haven't come across it before. But I want to say just add your questions into the comments. We're going to take a couple of minutes to answer a few in a second. Uh, so learn to earn for people who haven't come across it before is using essentially tokens as part of systems where you've gamified the learning and then people are able to earn those tokens, but they can have a, a monetary value. They might have a value just on the platform, um, but essentially are able to be able to support that person through actually participating in learning to actually 
create a an income from it so obviously you're motivating people to be able to do it and you're removing some of the barriers that might have come from you know people not being able to access education because of financial uh restrictions so or limitations so it's one way to be able to go about it um so i'm just going to have a look at some of the comments now uh first of all huge uh thank you for everyone who's kind of left a comment i'm going to go we've got some nice comments here around having some great insights um Sharad being able to put in that we've got uh three things that are important education 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 couldn't agree more um and I think we've got one from Ian here as well which is definitely uh and widening the routes to employment and helping visualize some of the possibilities of education um is a really interesting aspect of it but we haven't got any direct questions coming through so I'll give people just a few seconds more um but is there anything else that you wanted to kind of add as a bit of a summary there, Daniela, or anything that you think we should be thinking about that we're not currently thinking about? Um, I believe that my message would be keep in mind the purpose of education worldwide. Like if you're interested in metaverse and Web3 and education, just keep in mind the purpose, because I do believe that the technology will be here to stay. I also believe it will change. Um, but it's a tool. It's a tool to place in service. And that's pretty much my call everywhere to raise awareness that if we're choosing to be part of this world and place those tools, hopefully we'll be aware of, of the positive impact that we are transferring with it because the coming generations that will use it will look at the use cases to or make them better or follow them. So the most use cases that we find with positive impact in real life now and in the future the more that they'll follow that and, re and reproduce it thank you very much lovely thought to be able to wrap up on um so that's going to conclude our podcast today thank you so much daniela for coming to participate and for your insights um and great conversation so thank you so much um if anyone's interested in joining our community um you can look at distributed rep it's just at distributed rep or on most social media channels um, and also you can apply to be a guest by going to www.distributedrepublic.xyz. Um, we've got lots of resources on the stand store that I showed earlier, um, particularly if you're looking at digital tools for all different age groups. I've put together a resource guide of some of the best tools for automation, AI, VR, the ones that are already here. So it's a great place to be able to start that exploration. Uh, and a lot of them are low cost or free tools. So I've tried to make sure from an affordability point of view, they're accessible to everyone. And finally, if your organization would benefit from having these kind of workshops or these discussions or training, please do get in contact. We'd love to be able to hear from you and be able to support your organization further. Thank you very much for joining and we look forward to catching you in future episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Big hugs for everyone. <laughs> Bye.